It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards, we discuss the life of legendary Georgetown coach John Thompson Jr. after his passing, the breaking news around the hire of Steve Nash as the new head coach for the Brooklyn Nets, all the NBA playoff action Wednesday, and we get into the new champs in D.C., the Wizards District Gaming. All that and more right here on Locked On Wizards. Hi, Renee Washington here, and you are listening to another edition of Locked on Wizards. I hope you guys are having a great day as we are getting closer to the end of the week. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Today has been a day of some breaking news around coaches. But before we even get into the new hire in Brooklyn, I want to discuss the legendary Big John News broke earlier this week that John Thompson Jr., also known as Big John, throughout college basketball and the game itself, passed away at the age of 78. And for those who may not know, Thompson is a legend for many reasons. He led Georgetown to the 1984 National Championship. He built that program to what they are today. He also took the Hoyas to three Final Fours in the 1980s and won seven Big East titles, coached legends such as Allen Iverson, he is a legendary coach for not only just having a towel over draped across his shoulder and his presence and his ability to just coach all, every player to play at their best, but he's also a legend because he just touched so many people and, and inspired so many players and coaches and people that have come across the game of basketball. And his son did speak on it saying that we are heartbroken to share the news of the passing of our father, John Thompson Jr., our father was an inspiration to many and devoted his life to developing young people, not simply on, but most importantly, off the basketball court. He's revered as a historic shepherd of the sport, dedicated to the welfare of his community above all else. And then talking about his legacy as a father, grandfather, uncle, and friend, he was more than a coach. He was more than just a legend. He was someone that really connected with so many people and he will dearly be missed. And with all the coaching changes going on across basketball, we cannot discuss those without discussing one of the legends in the D.C. area, but also just across the country in basketball. So rest in peace to legendary Georgetown coach, Big John, John Thompson Jr. So news also broke early Thursday, and I'm actually glad that we waited on this Locked on Wizards edition because we now get to talk about it. Steve Nash is officially the new head coach. He put pen to paper, signing a four-year contract to become the next coach of the Brooklyn Nets. We saw the Nets in their NBA restart run really make a lot of noise. Coach Vaughn, who stepped in as the interim coach, did a tremendous job leading this group. And for many, this team has a lot of positive things moving forward. So Nash takes on his first full-time coaching position in the NBA. He did spend five years with the Golden State Warriors as a player development coach. So he had the relationship with Kevin Durant from that time there. He also, as we know, as a Hall of Fame guard, ha 
and an elite point guard, one of the best to come to the game, he'll be working with Kyrie Irving. So for those reasons alone, you look at these two coming back healthy and now having Steve Nash as their coach, as their mentor, that's going to be teaching them a lot of the ins and outs, already having the relationship with KD and definitely going to be able to develop a relationship with Kyrie as a guard and as having been in his position. And he also has a relationship with general manager, Sean Marks, since they played together in Phoenix during his time in the league. So Nash, as mentioned, does come in with no coaching experience, but we know that Steve Nash has always been a coach on the floor. He was the typical player coach. You think about players like Jason Kidd and even current players like Chris Paul that always have that coaching leadership quality on the floor as a guard, as the general. So he has a history of being a leader, a high basketball IQ, tremendous player, and as mentioned, already has some of those relationships built, including the one with KD. So it is going to be very interesting. I think it's a good hire, actually. I know I was speaking with Jake Madison on Locked on NBA earlier this week and discussing that the Nets need to bring someone in that's qualified, that's credible, that can lead this group because they have two all-stars. My thought process was if this was a group that was rebuilding with a lot of youth and a lot of inexperienced players, you can have a a different type of coaching personality. But to have two all-stars in KD and Kyrie, two players that have won championships, two players that have been MVP and, and played it and are at a higher point in their career where they're not learning the ropes, but they are more established, you need a coach that's going to be able to push them, teach them, mold them, and and really understand how to take their game to the next level to be a championship contending team. Now, I do think the hard part is there were so many talented coaches whose names were in the mix. Of course, Pop's name was brought up in rumors, but also for interim coach Vaughn. I mean, he led this group with zero expectations in the NBA restart. And to see the numbers that they put up and the way they played was incredible. Who would have expected the Nets to go five and three in the restart and reach the playoff spot at number seven? And of course, they did get knocked out in that first round, but a five and three record in the seeding games, nobody expected that. I mean, he led this group with Karis LeVert, um, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, just so many players that are very good, but you don't really know what to expect. And yet we knew what to expect after the first couple of games from the Nets, that they were, gonna, they were dropping big numbers, they were playing aggressive, they were scrappy, they were all over, and they, on both ends of the floor, gave some teams fits. And so the bright spot coming out of this was, now you add in KD and Kyrie, that they're going to be a completely different team. But the question around the head coach, he, to me, seemed like the front runner, and I was surprised that he did not get this position. But we do know that news also broke around the hire of Nash, that Vaughn will be continuing to be the lead coach, and he will actually be the highest paid assistant in the NBA. He made a strong impression on the front office after he took over starting back in February after Kenny Atkins inspiring, and what he did in the restart cannot be overlooked. I do think he needs to be a head coach somewhere, and he's deserving of it. He's shown it in his four years with the Nets, what he's been able to do behind the scenes to help take this team from being a losing franchise to a playoff team. And for that, he needs to be rewarded with a head coaching position. So while it is great, he is the highest paid assistant in the league. I think he should be a head coach somewhere. And there are some other names that that were in the running that are very deserving. But we also know there are a lot of coaching changes, as we discussed on Locked on Wizards in our Wednesday edition. There have been a number of coaching changes around the league. So I am definitely thinking we're going to see some changes with more diversity in the coaches and not just a black and white thing, but I mean, even for a female coach. It's time for Becky Hammond to step in as someone's head coach. I don't know what team it's going to be with, but it's time for her to be a head coach somewhere. 
So we'll see what happens across the league. This is the first of, I'm sure, many head coaching hires we're going to be hearing about. But congrats to Steve Nash. I do think for as much as Vaughn is just as qualified, the hard part is so is Steve Nash, although he's never been a head coach. His experience, his, his career as a player, his work with the, with the Warriors, I do think he is going to be a great fit for this team. So we'll see what happens there. We'll continue following. And coming up next, we've got to get into what's going on in the NBA playoffs. Rockets Thunder and the Bucks going down 0-2 to the Miami Heat right here on Locked on Wizards. This episode of Locked on Wizards is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they have everything, guys. Everything from edging control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, or maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can get all the parts you need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. I don't know what gets much better than that. Delivered to your door, sign me up. Well, the rockauto.com catalog is easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the best brands and prices you prefer. So best of all, prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I don't think it makes sense. I'm a bargain shopper. I'm all for saving. You should be too. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we here at Locked On Wizards sent you. Again, it's amazingly low prices, a great selection, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Go check it out. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wednesday night in game two of the Bucks Heat series, Miami took the 2-0 lead. Now, we've seen teams go down 0-2 before. It has happened, including last year. The Raptors actually went down 0-2 and ended up winning their series against the Bucks and winning the entire NBA title. So, I mean, we don't completely overlook and write a team off when they're down 0-2. But game three is obviously very critical. You cannot go down 3-0. That's it. That's a wrap. And for Milwaukee, this is a consistent theme for them that they are, in my opinion, the last few years, this year including, included, have underperformed in the playoffs. They have the best, one of the best players in the league in Giannis. I won't say the best because LeBron is still wearing that crown. One of the best players in the league in Giannis Antetokounmpo on their team. 
in the regular season, yet again, top record, number one seed. Everything is great, but come playoff time, they do not have the pieces to get over that hump. And especially against a team like the Heat, and we talked about this before, they don't have what it takes, in my opinion, to win this series. I do think that Milwaukee will be able to get a win. I think game three is theirs. I see this being a five or six game series. I don't think it's going the full seven and I don't anticipate it being a sweep, but I also did not anticipate them being down to zero. And so Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, I mean, you look across the board, this was such a well-balanced scoring game for the Heat. You had seven players finish in double figures. Goran Dragic led them with 23 points. Everybody else had... 11, 13, 16, 17, but it's just the the way they are able to run numbers at you and score from all areas of the floor. We mentioned them on Wednesday, Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Bam uh, Adebayo, Goran Dragic, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Kelly Olenek. They have so many pieces. And then on the other end, you have players like Andre Godal who can come in and give you, you know, solid minutes, Kendrick Nunn off the bench that can defend. They have the scoring, the versatility, the the well-balanced offense, they play with a little chip on their shoulder. Eric Spolstra, Pat Riley had them playing incredible basketball as the Heat are now up 2-0 over the Bucks. Giannis, Chris Middleton, it's the same, same issues. After those two, who's next? Who's up? Who can help be that number three? And we've seen Eric Bledsoe's back, Brooke Lopez. You know, they just still don't have, in my opinion, enough firepower to knock off a team like the Heat. And that is being shown right now. So right now we'll see what happens if the Bucks are able to get over that hump, get a win, and make this series and, and, and extend their postseason, but make this series a series. Otherwise, ugh, get the brooms out because it might be a sweep. And we did have a series. Talk about a series. My goodness. I don't think I could say series one more time. Seven games. Whew, did, I knew this was going the full seven. The Rockets Thunder, all the history that they have, Having had Chris Paul play with the Rockets and Russell Westbrook play with the Thunder and just the fact these two teams play so similarly, have so many overlapping relationships and and history that this is almost a rivalry in that sense. So I knew it was going to be a a full seven-game series, if not at least six games. And down the stretch, you saw some critical plays on both teams where the game could have gone either way. I think the biggest thing that stood out for me was James Harden doing playoff James Harden things, which is not a good thing. He tends to, in the playoffs, have games where he is just struggling with knocking down shots. And you look at the numbers that he put up, it's, it's astonishing that in this game seven, a must-win game, he shot four of 15 from the field, and uh, he went one for nine on threes. He had 15 field goal attempts. I mean, you had your best player not getting shots. I mean, he is known for, not, for shooting a lot. He only had eight games the entire regular season where he took less than 16 shots. James Harden is a shooter. He's someone that has to have the ball in his hand, has to get to the basket, has to knock down shots, do his potentially travel two-step you know, shot off the back. I mean, that's James Harden's game. And he wasn't even creating shots, getting shots, let alone scoring them. So to see the fact that he once again did his James Harden performance was eye-opening. And then he didn't make up for it. Final play of the game, getting that big block off Lou Dort's shot. That could have been a potential game-winning shot for the Thunder. James Harden, tremendous defensive play there. So he made up for it on the other end of the floor. And even spoke about after the game, how he was just struggling offensively and you know, they, they found a way to win. 
But I think for the, for the Rockets moving forward as they take on the Lakers, you're going to have to have every player on every night, especially defensively. The Lakers are a bigger team. They have in LeBron and AD, they match up differently with the Rockets than the Thunder. They can exploit some of these weaknesses that the Thunder, excuse me, the Rockets have defensively, but they're going to have their hands full. And for the Thunder, hats off to them. Nobody expected them getting this far, especially when news broke that Russell Westbrook was going to be moving to Houston and that Chris Paul was the new face of the franchise. Nobody expected them to be this far in the playoffs and nobody expected them to have the season that they did with just having the ability to still take this group with Dennis Schroeder and Chris Paul, Steven Adams, and be a top team in the league. And Lou Dort, you know, they had a lot of surprise wins and even getting to this point. So in terms of the Thunder, it's a shame to see down the stretch they weren't able to convert. They had a, a lot of sloppy plays. Even the final play, I, don't, I know there was nobody open, but I watched it a few times. Chris Paul wasn't even running to, to get open. He didn't even seem like he wanted the ball. Steve Adams shouldn't be your option there. But one second left on the clock, that far away from the basket, you don't want your seven-footer inbound, receiving the ball off the inbound for the game-winning shot. It's got to be Dennis Schroeder or Chris Paul. Lou Dort had a chance to knock down a game-winning shot. Of course, he had an out-of-his-mind game, making history as the first player to go undrafted and score over 30 points in a playoff game. He was playing well, but in crunch moments, he's still a rookie. you got to get the ball in the hands of your veterans. You have to get the ball in the hands of someone that can make that game-winning play. So overall, you know, I'm definitely impressed with the way that the Thunder played. I, I definitely think that they had a tremendous season. It's a shame they weren't able to convert down the stretch to, to win that game, especially once you're down two. Even having a chance for Gallinari to make the free throw there and make it a one-point game. I mean, they just had some misses that were too costly, especially at this point in the game. So we'll see what happens next. Up we have the Rockets taking on the Lakers. We'll see what's going on with the Bucks and the Heat, if the Bucks can close the gap and make this a series. And, of course, we will continue to watch as around the NBA, we've got fun, fun, fun matchups in the Nuggets taking on the Clippers. And also we've got the Celtics-Raptors, which is also a 2-0 series. So more to come here on the NBA playoffs here on Locked on Wizards, but we've got to get into a champion. We've got a champion, guys, in the D.C. area, yes, and that is the Wizards District Gaming Team. We're going to get over into the NBA 2K League here on Locked on Wizards when we get back. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. File with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. a lot of talk around the NBA playoffs, 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 what the Wizards can do next year to be a playoff team. 
and much more. Well, there's a champion. Let's talk champions. All right. There is a championship team in D.C. that clinched their title at Capital One Arena. And that team goes by the name of the Wizards District Gaming. Congrats to them on winning season three of the NBA 2K League. They won over the Warriors 70 to 55 in game four. And for anybody that's not a knowledgeable on what happened and how they went about winning, let me fill you in. So the Wizards won game four over the Warriors. It was not easy getting to the, to the, to the championship at all, let alone winning it. Let's, let's start from the beginning. They did have Day Free, a.k.a. Ryan Conger, named finals MVP. He actually became the first center to win finals MVP in the NBA 2K League, averaging 14 points a game, just over 11 rebounds a game, four assists, and three blocks per game. And he earned himself finals MVP. And afterwards, Conger was saying, it's nuts. Every year you set these goals to win a championship, but it always feels like it's so far away. But then suddenly, it was all right there in front of us. And for the finals MVP, this title was more than just about the championship. He you know, had, has had a number of hurdles to get to this point. He even was mentioning earlier in the season that in an ode to his favorite player, Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant, until him and his teammates won, finished the job, he was not complacent. He was not going to show any reaction, any emotion. He was not settling until they won that championship because he had something to prove, and that was to show that he was a valuable asset to a, a team. And he had another quote in an interview just saying, honestly, it was tough because, you know, he was going out there, quote, because I'm just going out there and being myself and trying to have fun, but because we were losing, people were calling me a cancer. I mean, that's something that players have to deal with across sports. When you are on a team that's struggling, people are quick, especially as fans, to point the finger to one person. So for him to have the chance to finally win with this group after not making the playoffs in their first year, he was traded in his first year, and then he was traded to the Wizards, and they missed out on the playoffs again. This win to him felt like, as he said, validation that all the side chatter doesn't mean a thing. I like that. I like that a lot. He was out to show, you know what? It's only First of all, it's only been – three seasons of the NBA 2K League, and he has now settled in and has been able to help the Wizards get to the finals and win it. And it took six months to get to this point as an NBA 2K League had to take off around COVID for two months. And it wasn't an easy season for, the, for getting to the championship for the Wizards. They dropped from the number two to the number four seed, but in the playoffs swept the Kings in their first opening round in a best of three series. And in the semis, it was an upset. They swept previously undefeated the Raptors uprising GC to reach the 2K League Finals. And although their leading scorer and 2K League rookie, Jack JBM Mascone, was dealing with internet connectivity issues. I mean, we deal with that with Zoom and everything. Imagine now gets game time and days leading up to the game, you are having internet problems. He was. They still won that one. They were headed to the championship. And for as difficult as it was, Jack did have some things to say about fulfilling his, this incredible year as a rookie because if you know his story, or if you don't, I'll fill you in, he was a tennis player that actually stepped away from the game due to an injury. And being the number one overall pick in the draft this year, I'm sure he never would have expected that going from playing tennis to here to have this, this journey to now be a part of a championship team. And he even had a great line. I loved it saying, I'm so speechless. I dropped everything in my life to give this a shot and everything came full circle. I'm so grateful. I don't even know what to say. This feeling is indescribable. 
work hard, never get too high or low and stay the course. And he posted that on his Twitter page. I love that quote because when you think about the journey that any competitor goes through or just anybody in life goes through, when you have moments like a setback, like an injury, as an athlete, you have an injury and you're not really sure what's next for you because here you've been training and playing, as, in his case, as a tennis player to, to be able to play tennis at the highest level. And now an injury forces you to step away. It's not retirement. It's not by choice. It's because you physically cannot continue to play the game you love. But he found a way to step into something else. Clearly, he's been pretty successful at it, being the number one overall pick and then also helping the Wizards win a championship in his first year. It's, there's so many storylines here. It's exciting. So congrats to the Wizards District Gaming Group on winning the NBA 2K League. And I'm hoping, I am hoping, this is the start to some more success and championships across D.C. sports. So it's great to see the excitement around the NBA 2K League as they concluded another season, heading into season four next year. We'll see what happens there and see if the Wizards can defend their title and repeat. But overall, District of Champs, still here. We're still here. We still got someone to rep in the District of Champs. So shout out to them for winning, and we will see what happens moving forward across all sports as our D.C. teams are trying to get on track and be a part of the conversation around championships in their respective leagues. So I thank you guys for joining us for another edition of Locked on Wizards. We've got one more in our Friday show. One more day. We're going to break down more around the NBA playoffs and around the league and around the coaching changes. And so don't miss it. And the best way not to miss it is to hit that subscribe button so you can catch all the latest news and updates here on Locked on Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Enjoy watching all the action today as we have game one of the Nuggets versus Clippers starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I know I'll be tuned in. I hope you will too. So see you guys right back here for more Unlocked on Wizards tomorrow on Friday for more details, more news, and stories. Have a good one. Washington out. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.